Thanks for tuning in to the Change Church podcast. We believe change is more than a church. It's a culture. And we are living out our purpose so that others can find theirs. We hope that this message encourages and inspires you. Now, here's Ashley Hollis. I want to start with reading a scripture in John. And it's John 11, 32 through 38. And it says, Therefore, when Mary came where Jesus was, she saw him and fell at his feet, saying to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus therefore saw her weeping and the Jews who came with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in spirit and was troubled. And he said, Where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. And Jesus wept. So the Jews were saying, see how he loved him. But some of them said, could not this man who opened the eyes of the blind man have kept this man also from dying? So Jesus again, being deeply moved within, came to the tomb. Now it was a cave and a stone was lying against it. Jesus said, remove the stone. Martha, the sister of the deceased, said to him, Lord, by this time there will be a stench, for he has been dead four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not say to you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? So they removed the stone. Then Jesus raised his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but because of the people standing around, I said it so that they may believe that you sent me. When he had said these things, he cried out with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. You know, we read this scripture and we pick it up where Mary has lost her brother and she's saying, Jesus, had you been here, my brother wouldn't have died. I don't know where you find yourself this morning, but I think that if we're all honest, sometimes we can find ourselves in a situation, maybe it's right now in the midst of what we're going on through in our world. And you find yourself saying, God, where are you? God, what's happening? God, if only. And we find these statements and we find ourselves, you know, that that word deeply moved. When you look back at the root of that word, deeply moved suggests an indignation, a frustration that Jesus, you know, we say perhaps in that moment, Jesus cried. He wept because of their pain. He wept because of their loss. But when you look at the root word, Jesus wept because uh, they didn't realize who he was in that situation. Because in that moment, he came to a reality. They don't know who I am. They don't see my power, the time that we've spent together, and they don't see that. And so I want to encourage us. I want to encourage us with some things we can do in this time as we walk through this season together. Let me encourage you, this is a time for the church to rise up more than ever before. I'm so incredibly grateful for our church family. I'm so grateful that we have found ourselves in this community. If you're not a part of the Change Church community, I encourage you, comment to the side, leave us a message, let us walk this with you because you were not intended to walk through life alone. And we talk all the time at Change about doing life together. This is us coming together as a community saying, we're going to do this together. We're going to have faith 
for each other. We're gonna encourage each other. We're gonna walk this season intentionally. And so wherever you may have found yourself in this moment, when you flipped on this stream, can I encourage you to know who your father is, to know who Jesus is in this situation. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. You know, we have, um, we've shared this before, but Elijah and I have a manna jar in our house and we started out with a mason jar and super exciting. It just kept growing because we have so many different things that God has done in our lives, so many miracles that we can look back on and see the faithfulness of God. But we have this, this cast in here. Let me put this down. We have this cast in here and it's Arne's cast. And when Arne was younger, she broke her collarbone. She was only a couple years old. Maybe she was about three years old and she broke her collarbone. And so they gave her this little sling cast thing to hold her arm in. And so of course we had to go to chop. And then she was like, so cute, you guys, in her little jammies and in her little sling. And so she wore it around and you know, she couldn't, she lived in those zip up jammies for like, um, I don't even know, a month or two because she couldn't, you know, put on a t-shirt and stuff. And so she wore this little cast around and she had everyone sign it. And so she has everyone's names on here and church family and some of our coworkers and some different friends had signed this cast. But can I tell you, the first thing God challenged us with in this season is that we have to leave behind our fear and anxiety of the past. When we had the manager out the other day, Ane had grabbed this out and she took it upstairs and we were like, Ane, what are you doing? And, and we keep our manager right in our office so that the kids can grab it and we can tell them stories. It comes out of this scripture where God told the Israelites to put manna in a jar and when they put man in the jar it was to tell generations to come of the faithfulness of god and so elijah's family had started mana jars when he was young and they would be able to tell stories to him of all that god had done in their family and how he had provided for them and how he had healed elijah when he was young and these different things that he had done in their lives. And so we carried on that tradition. We set up this mana jar. And so we have it out for the kids to grab. And so Ane grabbed this, this little cast and she took it upstairs. And we were like, Ane, what are you doing with the cast? Like, why are you, what do you, like, you don't need that baby. Like leave that down here. And she was like, no, no, no. I'm just taking it up just in case I need it, mommy. It's just gonna go in my room just in case. I was like, Ane, you don't need this though. That's not for you because you did break your arm, but now it's just a story. Now it's not something that you need. Now it's a story of how God showed up for you. And she was like, oh, okay. And if you know Ane, she's our daughter and she's seven years old. And she's like, okay, whatever. And so she walks right downstairs and she drops it back in the mana jar. But the first thing God challenged us with in this season is, you know, there may be fear and anxiety and doubt that you have from previous experiences. Maybe it's something that you've walked through. Maybe it's something you've seen a close friend or family member go through and you carry that fear and that anxiety into our present day circumstances, into the situation that we find ourselves in. Have you carried that fear and anxiety here? Because I believe that today, God wants us to leave that behind. He wants us to leave that fear and that anxiety away from us. You know, the scripture in Isaiah 41, 10, 
says, fear not, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you, I will help you, I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. The second thing we have to do is we have to trust that God has called us in this season, that he's marked us, that he has a plan for us. You know what I love is that this Bible, and I, I have a big Bible. I love real Bibles as much as I do everything in my life digital. I love to just read a Bible, underline it, write things on it, the promises of God. But this Bible stands true through every circumstance. Everything we've seen people walk through in history, these words have carried true. And these words carry true for you and I today. These words are gonna carry true. They're gonna get us through. They're gonna take us through. And God has marked each of us. He has called us for such a time as this. I challenged our change girls. We did dinner parties this past Thursday night and had an incredible time. The girls had so much fun meeting in different houses and just having dinner and encouraging each other and talking together. But I challenged the girls that in this time, God has called us for such a time as this. He has a plan for us. And can I tell you that even when our world goes in chaos, even when everything seems confusing and everything looks like maybe it came to a screeching halt or maybe it's a fear of what's coming next, can I tell you, God marked you. God knows you and he has set a plan just for you in this season. Speaking of Anne, you know, a couple, um, I guess it was a couple weeks ago, last month, we celebrated her birthday. And we went to Chuck E. Cheese and we went on a Monday night, which was phenomenal because it was not crowded with a hundred million people. And so we get there and they had a whole table set for Anne and they have these little plates and they have balloons and they have signs. And Anne walks in and she's like, oh, mommy, they know it's my birthday. And she was just beside herself that it was her birthday and they were ready and they knew and they had a plan. And so she was so excited and the lady met us and she was like, okay, Miss Hollis, you know, here's the bands that we have for your birthday stars. And here's what we have, the ticket cards and, and they have everything. And then here's when Chucky's gonna come out and you're gonna get to have like photos and do these fun things. And Oney was so excited that it was planned just for her because it was her day. Can I tell you, God has a plan for you in this season. It may look so different, but God is gonna speak to you. God wants to do things in you and through you, like we say all the time, even in this season. This season does not change who God is. It does not change what he speaks over your life and what he's called you too. It is a time for us to stand up and come alive to that purpose that he's called us for. The third thing I want to encourage you with is to fill your mind with faith. You know, we have at the church, uh, we're all about equipping our church with anything that we can, tools that will help us walk through the world together. And we have this sword for war. And the sword for war um, actually came out of a time when Elijah and I were youth pastors years ago. And when Elijah and I were youth pastors, we had created this. We um, had some students and some leaders that were going through some really hard times. And so Elijah had put together these pages of scriptures. And to be totally honest, it was nothing formal. It was nothing fancy with how we love to create things. It wasn't even really creative looking, but it was the word of God. And it was the truth 
that will carry us through that that season and so we created this sword for war and it has held timeless like i said the word of god always holds timeless but i want to encourage us with a couple of these and and the sword for war you can actually download this on our website this is change.org and you can download this sword for war and we have them physically available but while we're not meeting physically this week i encourage you download that maybe drop it into your phone maybe save it on your home screen but fill yourself fill your mind with faith and with the promises of god but I want to read to you this scripture and it's 2 Timothy 1 7 and it says for the spirit God gave us does not make us timid but it gives us power love and self-discipline I wonder what we would look like as a church if we use this time when everything's swirling and everything's chaotic what if we use this time to to establish self-disciplines and our time with God. You know, I think some of us are gonna have more time at home than we have before. I know that my kids are out of school for the next two weeks, and so I was, um, they were very excited when they found out on Friday, on Nay and Zion were like, this is like early summer break. And I was like, yes, kind of like that. We're gonna have so much family time. We're gonna get to read new books. They have some new devotionals they're excited about. So I'm like, it is gonna be so much fun. And then they said, so on Monday, mommy, can we go to main event? And I was like, oh no, we can't go there. You know, we're not gonna be able to do that. This is gonna be more of like a chill. We can go play outside. We can do these different things, but we're just gonna take this as family time. And can I encourage you, this is a time to set some self-disciplines in your life, some self-disciplines, maybe in your walk with God, maybe in your relationships, maybe in the way you reach out and encourage others maybe some disciplines in your business. But what would happen if we took this season and instead of swirling, and instead of walking the chaotic road, what if we stayed consistent? Where would we be as we walk through this? Because God is a rock. God is a rock that we firmly plant ourselves to. We, we anchor into who He is. We anchor into His promises. And so as you're setting those self-disciplines, maybe you're setting some routines for yourself in the morning. Maybe this is some time for you to evaluate and say, God, what do I need to do to grow in this time? What do you need to speak to me, God? Can you, can you minister to me in this time so that I'm full to give out to others? The fourth thing I want to encourage us with is to not give up meeting together. You know, in Hebrews 10, and I love this scripture, Hebrews 10, 25 says, and let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds. Let us not give up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but let us encourage one another and all the more as we see the day approaching. All the more as we see the day approaching. You know, I think that in this season, I think it's gonna take us as a church rising to the occasion. Maybe it's not going to be meeting together as we have most recently done. Maybe this Sunday, we're not able to meet together at Punchline, but can I encourage you that through technology, we're able to reach out to each other. I encourage you to grab your phone. Maybe you wanna FaceTime somebody. Maybe you wanna Skype somebody. Maybe you wanna call and say, hey, how are you? Just checking on you, just wanted to see how you're doing. I encourage you to pray over those that you work with. Pray over your family. 
pray over your co-workers. Pray that God would give you a word to speak to them in this season as he's speaking to you, that you would be able to encourage them, that you would bring a peace. You know, I always read that scripture, a peace that passes understanding. And I never really understood that. And and going back to the manager, you know, I had grown up and I was incredibly blessed. I've shared with um, an amazing family and I had not had a ton of sickness and I had been good. And I remember the times that Elijah and I got married and I spent that time in the hospital. I remember the time that we transitioned and we said, God, how are you going to provide? And you know, this manager is full of all of the ways God spoke to us. But you know what's been beautiful through it all is that whether I was stuck in the hospital for weeks on end, whether we were transitioning and beginning to create a church family together, whatever our seasons looked like, we intentionally did life together. You know, sometimes it takes going out of your way. Sometimes it's setting time in the morning to pray for your church family. Maybe it's setting time in the evening to call somebody. I have friends that are all over the country and I have some friends that are on the West Coast and we actually will set up FaceTime dates and we're like, okay, it's been far too long since we've talked. We need to schedule a FaceTime. Can you do this night? Because with time changes and schedules, it gets so hard to connect because we're intentional about encouraging each other intentional about doing life together. What would that look like for you in this season? If you intentionally encourage, if you intentionally love, if you intentionally speak life into those around you, I believe this is going to be an amazing season for us as a church. I don't say that naively. I, I don't think this season is easy, but I think that this season is intentional. I think that we can use this season in such a strategic way. I think we can use this season to minister to our coworkers, to speak life and hope to our neighbors. Can I encourage you to go out of your way and do that this week? We're going to continue with groups this week because there's small gatherings in homes and you know, we've said we don't want to give up meeting together. We may not be able to meet all together on a Sunday morning. And we understand that if you're not able to come out at this time and you need to stay home and we 100% understand that and we support that. And I encourage you to use wisdom. I'm incredibly grateful for the wisdom that God has given our doctors right now. Can I tell you that even in the Bible, Luke was a doctor. God uses doctors in powerful ways. And so maybe you have been advised to stay home and we 100% understand that. But if not, I encourage you to get involved in a group this week. You may have not been able to go in the previous weeks, but maybe this week your schedule allows you to go. So find a group to get connected in. Maybe it's the worship group, the ladies group, fruits of the spirit, you know, all different groups. But I encourage you to grow together to walk this journey together as a church. And you know, next Saturday, we're not gonna be able to meet to do Serve Saturday at this time. And, and so even though we're not meeting in all together to do Serve Saturday, can we take time this week to intentionally serve our city, to intentionally love our city? Maybe there's a sermon or a word that 
absolutely rocked your life and spoke faith into you, is there someone you can text and share that with? Is there someone you can check on in the church and say, hey, I just want to check and see if you needed anything. I think it's a beautiful picture of the church family coming together. Even today, I've had texts from people that have been like, hey, Ashley, just wanted to check on you guys. Do you need anything? Do you need me to drop anything by? Hey, Ashley, do you need me to help with the kids these next couple weeks? Man, that's such a beautiful picture of the church body coming together. We all serve different parts and we all have different roles. And in this season, we're going to have different roles and we're going to have different parts. But the one thing that I promise you is that we're going to do it together and we're going to be stronger than we were even before this hit. And so as we go into this week, how is God going to use you? What does he need to do in you? What do you need to set up in self-discipline? What of his words do you need to get inside of your life? What stories of faith? I encourage you, I read out of Hebrews 10, but if you want encouragement, keep going in Hebrews 11, because Hebrews 11 is like the hall of faith in the Bible. It's all of the incredible Bible characters and their faith and what they've walked through and how God showed up and how they were used to further the kingdom of God. You know, it says in the Bible, the kingdom of God is forcefully advancing and forceful men and women lay hold of it. This is a time we're gonna be forceful in how we move the kingdom of God forward because there are still lives that need to be transformed. There are still individuals that need to be surrounded. There are still those who are sick that need to be prayed for. There is still such a job for us to do church and the mission of God and the mission of our church to transform a city does not stop with a situation. It does not even waver or change. We just get a bit more intentional and a bit more creative with the ways we do it. And so if you're sitting right now in a home group, maybe you're watching with some friends, maybe you're watching with your family, I'm gonna pray as we end out today but I want to encourage you to take a few minutes and talk as a group, talk as a family. What are you going to intentionally do right now? What are you going to intentionally do for God to speak that life into you? And then what are you going to do to transform your city this week? What is that going to look like for you? And let's do it together. At Change Church, we believe in doing life together. If you want to connect with us, you can visit us online at thisischange.org or any social media platform at thisischangephl. Thanks for joining us and have an amazing week.